pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. My boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. And welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by Jeezy's Michelada Mix, Seaside, California. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, smash them likes. You know, we out here. And uh, we got a very special guest with us, back today with us, you know, fresh off that album, Brother Wilson. Yes, yes. What's up, y'all? Brother Wilson back in here, Kundalini. Thank y'all for having me. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How's man. life been, man? Life has been good. This yeah. COVID life has been a little... Stupid, you know, but more time to put into the music, the and energy into the music. Got some singles coming out this year. Uh, a lot more content coming out. Got a lot but, uh, coming out this a year. A lot coming out, like way more. But uh, yep, Patience Out already dropped last year, November. Go stream that, go bump that, listen to it. Hit me up, let me know what y'all favorite tracks are, what you dislike, any feedback. But just know there's many more tracks to come. 2021, we got our foot on the gas. But anyway, Ronnie, get us into that first coin. Oh man, first coin. Man, we got our foot on the gas, but you know, there's a lot of, a lot of bullshit that happened. You know, a little disclaimer real quick. Me and Waleed actually had an episode recorded to drop to y'all actually today. But well, When uh, did we record that episode? We recorded that, I want to say, maybe like three days ago. It was on Tuesday, right? Because it was literally the day before. Yeah, it was, it was on Tuesday. We recorded on Tuesday. And then Wednesday... Uh, Shit you know, went down. Trump, Trump did a coup. And now we're like, man, like we had to put out an episode and not talk about that. You feel me? So, anyway, I'm going to let you do it. So we here, you know what I mean? First <laughs> yeah. point straight out the bag. <laughs> We got uh, Vanilla Isis, as, as, as we like to call it. You know what I mean? Hey, we didn't come up with that term. We just like, saw it like swiveling around social media. So we decided to swoop on it. You know what I mean? Very creative, by the way. Hey, facts, man. But uh, so, yeah, man, with this, heads, man, did you expect these Trump supporters to, you know, act the way that they were acting? Or two, like, did you not see this coming? Like, was this not something that you expected for them to do? I mean, like, if you paid like a little bit of attention to what you know Trump was doing the past couple of weeks since he lost the election yeah, he's yeah. been on Twitter saying a bunch of bullshit yeah. um, and like underneath the majority of those tweets you know they've been promoting this shit for a while like see you in DC January 6th you know all the fucking Trump supporters or whatever so like everybody knew it was coming so it doesn't surprise me but I didn't know it was going to be on that scale like I didn't know they were going to fucking storm the Capitol building and try to hang Mike Pence at this level yeah, yeah. like I didn't know it was going to be that violent so that's that's the part that shocked me, but no, nah, I, I did see it coming. So it's a little bit of both. A little mixed emotions. <laughs> yeah. What about you, man? <laughs> I didn't even know they were trying to hang Mike Pence. <laughs> bro, bro. If you, like on Twitter, they have like a, a viral picture. Yeah. They were standing outside the Capitol before they stormed yeah. in. And they had like a, a big ass, you know, like a guillotine, mm-hmm. like big ass wooden structure with like a fucking rope hanging yeah. down. And they were like chanting, hang Mike Pence. What was the reasoning behind it? Well, I mean, because Trump was saying, um, you know, during the confirmation of the Electoral College results in yeah. Congress, which is what they were doing. Yeah. He was saying Pence, the VP who oversees that process, can like turn over the Electoral College results, which he can't do. And they tried explaining that to him calmly and telling him, <laughs> no, we can't oh, turn wow. the results <clears throat> for you. And he basically said um, Pence didn't come through for us, basically. Mm. So he turned his supporters against his own vice That's president. That's crazy. Yeah. That's it's fucking nuts, bro. That's mainly, bro. No, nah, but uh, I didn't. I didn't see none of this coming. It seems like a movie, but I feel it like really it was is. all staged. Yeah, bro. Everything that seems to be happening, 
always seems staged. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, like, like you said, bro. Like, I didn't see this coming on this level, but to a certain extent, like, I mean, we were talking about a civil war breaking out. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Back in the summer, oh, if, yeah. it seems yeah. like they're more eager to have one than exactly. We are. And it feels like what they fighting for, they they themselves don't even know the root purpose of it. You know, they what were mean? there protesting over a lie that the dude who lost the election actually won it. Which is complete bullshit. And they were, that's what they were protesting over. We're talking about we're losing our freedoms. And then meanwhile, in the summer when we had an entire protest about actual freedoms being gone, these were the same people talking shit, throwing dirt on that name. You know what I mean? No, it's like they treat it like a game. They do. It's, it's almost, like, almost like a mockery when they try to make that type of comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these two protests are the same. Why do you bash this one and, and not bash the other one? It's like, bro, you, you guys were trying to fucking kill elected officials at the highest rank of government yeah. and you were trying to take over the government. That's not the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. At all. And at it's all. like, you're following a dictator cult leader. Like, it's not the same shit. Yeah, man. I so, mean, yeah, nah, you're, you're right, bro. And it's like, even like in the media, like, when they try to like, even if they try to spin it in a good way, like, when they say, if these protesters were black and not white, they would have done yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I feel like even that, like, implicitly just kind of implies that those two things are similar. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're like trying to do it in a good way, you're still kind of making that implication and it's not good. You giving them fuel. Yeah, because like... Now you're opening up for them to compare. Yeah, like the the protests over the summer were always like blown out of proportion. And, you know, taken to be more serious and more violent than they actually were. Nah, facts. They were, I mean, honestly, they were really painted, painted to be something that they wasn't. But it's just funny to see, like, you know what I mean, people defending, um, what do you call, the groups of people that marched into the uh, into the Capitol this time, you know what I mean? And what's even crazier is the people that are out there talking about, oh, we're not about to be talking about uh, police injustices to the people that got killed in this riot. That's like you going and burning your hand on a fucking, like, a stove, and then next thing you know, you're sitting there with a fucking black hand, can't even use your hand no more, you know what I mean, because you burned it up so bad. But now you blame somebody else for having that stove there. Yeah, and you it's know like, what I mean? and that goes back to the whole thing of, um, you know, Trump and his people don't take any like accountability. Oh, like, at all, no. Don't think they, there should be any type of punishment for it. Man, yeah, bro. They just think that they can move, move without any consequences to their actions, bro. Like, uh, damn, I forgot what country it was today morning. I was actually, uh, I seen something about um, the damn, bro. This country is they're trying to extradite Trump or they're trying to go after Trump. Is it Iran? It might have been. It might have been Iran. Yeah, it's the only yeah. one I could think of. Happened recently, right? Yeah. So oh, well, because we assassinated their top general like a few months ago. Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. So Trump ordered that hit. Yeah. You see, it'll be crazy to see what's gonna happen these next couple months. Like <clears> after <throat> he, um, you know what I mean? After he's obviously no longer in office, bro. They're they're already actively trying to remove him. He has like what? We're recording this. What's the date right now? Gen, uh, January, January 9th. 9th. He Sunday. has 11 days left, and people feel like that's too much. I think that's too much. That's like 11 days in politics is slow as fuck, and Trump could do so much bullshit in that time frame. Yeah, he could pass a lot of... Uh, just out of spite, of too. Just just to leave with a bang type thing? Yeah, so... I mean, do you think that he knows... Or do you think... A better question would be like, do you think that he knows he doesn't have a chance, or do you think that he... I do think that he thinks he has a chance to get reelected. I don't know why it took me so long to fucking. No, say he that doesn't. Way, but. He doesn't. But he doesn't want to like get embarrassed and look like a quote unquote loser. So it's like 
he's the type of person that's like, if I'm going to go down, I'm, I'm, a, I'm bringing everybody down with me. I'm burning this whole shit down. Yeah. Like, he's destructive. He's that kind of person. Yeah, so that's what he's actively doing, and that's... Well, then, uh, I mean, this, this is like a perfect way to tie into the next question. <coughs> you know, do you see what... Obviously, with the recent Trump uh, getting banned from Twitter, do you think that, you know what I mean, them banning him from Twitter and silencing him is good? Or do you, do you see something bad, like it's going to create more violence, it's going to lead to more I think it's, it's it's good for the short term, um, just because there's a lot of fucking tensions in America right now. Yeah. So I feel like the dialogue between people needs to kind of cool down a little bit. And like Trump is like the, the dude that ignites all that, right? So yeah, if you yeah. silence him and everybody around him, I feel like it's good for the short term, just while things kind of simmer down. But like for the long term... I feel like this is only going to make his supporters and his base and him like more pissed, and which in turn makes them more dangerous, right? Got you, got so you. if they're capable of what they fucking did on the 6th with all the knowledge that we had, and they almost got to our elected officials, imagine what they can do if they're even more mad and they have even more time to plan with Trump not as president, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to what Mark was saying earlier about how all this shit was staged. Yeah, go deeper <clears throat> into that. Like, like, nah, um, so I think every time something big is about to go down. So I'm not discrediting what happened with the the BLM protest. I don't believe in the BLM. I understand. I'm I'm black and I'm proud, but I don't need a BLM protest to say that. I think that happened because of the whole Hillary Clinton it, going to it, court. It kind of became when, like a corporate yeah. movement. And when she had to go to court with all the emails and stuff, basically that's when this protest and all this uh, stuff started happening. So you think about COVID happened because election was this year. And then you think about Donald Trump, what's going, something that we don't know about is going on hidden inside the white house or going on with the government. And these protests were staged basically to keep our minds distracted, focused on that while something else was being done, regardless of what it was. I still think the president is a puppet, no matter who's behind the seat from Obama to Biden, whoever they're a puppet doing just doing things behind our back. But I just think it's staged to make more people get angry with people. So now it's once again, it's back to, we're comparing BLM protests to now this protest. Yeah. And now it's automatically turning two sides against each other. And it's other. all fueled by the and media. And it's, it's always fueled. Literally, no matter what it is, now people are jumping out their seats and people are tripping off of this now. It's yeah. always going to be something to make one against one side. And never say, everyone should be going up against the, the government and the Constitution. But in reality, everyone's literally just choosing sides now. So they're so all staged like just a, to keep us all divided. Like a formula, like a switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a new world order. I mean, hey, so what are y'all thoughts about like bricks being found at those, um, what do you call it? Protests. At, at those BLM yeah. protests. And then now when you see, uh, you know what I mean, cops letting these protesters it's, in, into the Capitol building, is it the same? It's literally the, the same, same thing, bro. People, you're putting, you know I mean? is you're putting, it is, and yeah. so you're, you're wondering why none of these cops are, did anything uh, during that protest at the White House. It's literally because some of those cops just weren't in badges and they were the ones breaking in. Then you think about the people who were breaking the windows in the BLM protests. They were just another cop who wasn't in a uniform. Starting yeah, pro- like people, all these shit. A lot of those yeah. people there were probably like yeah. undercover cops. Or like For cops sure. Starting it. Off duty. They're the type to yeah, start yeah. the fire and then run away. Yeah. Just like in the BLM, they'll put they'll break a glass and the other people will see it and then they'll run away. Not other people are Everyone breaking grass. Glass you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's literally a fire that they didn't start, but they leave everyone else to burn in it. But apparently they've been saying, man, the FBI made like over 80 arrests so far. In regards. Hey, yeah. bro, honestly. To the people that actually went to that protest and actually broke into the Capitol building, I don't know why you expected anything less. <laughs> like like that dumbass fucking hick who fucking sat at Nancy Pelosi's. Bro, and took a fucking selfie. Fucking... Like, do you really think you're not going to get caught? Yeah. So, 
yesterday. <laughs> like, bro, he, what? Dude's from fucking Arkansas, mm. apparently. He's a, a, a pro... Uh, pro gun rights like advocate. Mm-hmm. This dude, yeah, the call, okay, in some racist fucking town in Arkansas. <laughs> so he flew out to DC Fucked for up, this bro. for this <laughs> bullshit protest. <laughs> he, he, he went to the protest. He sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair, and then he went back home to Arkansas. Next day, the fucking Arkansas Police Department or whatever they got a tip from the <laughs> Department of Justice <laughs> saying apprehend this nigga, and so they show up at his door. And now he's facing federal charges. Bro, the, D- the DOJ As does with not like play, 80 plus man. other people who were fucking in the Capitol. Someone call Tom Kirkman. Let's get this motherfucker in here. Man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Who's Tom Kirkman? <laughs> the, the, from the Netflix show Designated Survivor. He's oh, a good, he's a good that, ass president. Yeah, yeah, he's a good president. So fuck. Like, <laughs> that show is like a spoof of real life. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, did and they, they, they intentionally to that, it that way? Did you nah, see that? Hey, the thing tra- is, is, that came before uh, <laughs> Trump took office, though. Hey, after that, though, think about it, how. Yeah. So think about how, which is funny, but they try to throw, they try to use the. No, I'm just playing. But they try to pull the 25th Amendment. Which basically says that the president is unfit to fulfill his duty as a president. So if they do that, basically they pull him from office. And so that's what they're trying. That's to do what they Trump? try to do. Yeah, okay, like okay, that. They yeah. try to basically because they said he was unfit because yeah, of what he was doing. Mentally so think about how someone is mentally. They say just just to be funny, but to think about someone who has the fucking codes where the nuclear missiles is unfit. To, to, to he's fucking he's serve the definition president. of unfit. This dude is literally like psychotic. Bro, this dude could literally just blow up the entire planet on his way out. Like off some like, well, if I can't have it, no one can. Like what the fuck? He over here like, man, I seen what y'all did to my homeboy Jeffrey. Y'all ain't going to do me like you did him. Jeffrey Star? Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Jeffrey Star. Which... Jeffrey Epstein didn't commit suicide. I mean, hell nah, bro. Just throw it out there. Keep your third eye open. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> but man, so yeah, bro, like, it, it's wild, like, the double standard between, you know what I mean, both different situations and, like, the way the media's reacting to it, the way they want to talk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sad to see them play that, uh, you know what I mean, play that double, that double side when it's... You can clearly see the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not like... Depending what side you're looking on, though. It shouldn't even be a, a topic of debate. True that. Like, True if, that. what if they were black, huh? What would have done... It's like, that should be clear by now, <laughs> the answer to that question. Like, why are we even, like, talking about We this? need to yeah. talk about the purpose of these protests. Like, this protest in the Capitol building, the purpose of that is not the same as the purpose of BLM. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those two, those two reasons, in essence, they just not... Comparable, but then it's stupid. You have the same little tricklets that that fall in that of the people who were rioting, looting, and doing all that, which made the protest look even worse. Like it wasn't like a, it was supposed to be a peaceful protest, but then you have these dumb fucks who are stealing from stores, rioting, fighting, burning shit that make it look like the whole purpose was bad. But you know what's crazy if with this, bro? No, it, like it does, bro. Because like with BLM, right? It was one of those. The rest of the world like felt the pain of you know what I mean. Black folks in America, in in a certain sense, that they was willing to like hold their own protests overseas. Yep. Bitter white folks who lost the fucking election went and stormed the Capitol building. The rest of the world is looking at us like a fucking like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like what are y'all doing? Like you know what I mean? Like can, can you contain these animals, please? Like, bro, like literally, man. Like it's just it's just putting a bad name on a. Just putting a bad name on the U.S., man. And when they say like they're trying to kill democracy, that really is what they're trying to do. Like if you if you're like insisting the election the election is fraudulent, that's the basis of fucking what a democracy is supposed to be. And it's like you can't let these fucking idiots do that shit, man. Nah, at all, man. You got to get a grip. Hey, man, a couple more days, even though, you know, a couple days is too long, but... I think he's going to end up in prison. Like this is, yeah. this is probably the most... On top of the, the tax uh, shit he's facing... On top of everything else he's done as president the past four years, 
on top of, you know, the hush money he's paying, like, fucking porn stars and mistresses and shit, on top of <coughs> all of that, you got in, in, incitement of a riot and, and, yeah. and trying to overturn he's the literally done That is a every, serious He's literally charge. done everything other people have done. He's, he's just a, in the position he's a criminal, of a president. Like, bro, there's <laughs> no, no way. There's so many other people who have done that shit. There's no way he doesn't, like... <laughs> End up in cuffs after he's not president anymore. I, but like I, the day after, I still don't he's even still, think he's, he's, he's still gonna have like a Secret Service detail and all that shit. I still won't even think he'll be in cuffs, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, he is the president, too, and this so is not even gonna stop. Still, he, 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 he still bro, has hella power. But even after this presidency is his presidency is over, he's not gonna stop. There's, he still has a following. You he act like just because he just because he doesn't just because he's not in the seat no more doesn't yeah. mean he's gonna stop talking to his fans because he'll still have his shit activated after that. We gotta realize like, seventy five you know I mean? million people voted for him. Yeah. So you that's, have that's all the, these people that he could tell things to. Like still, probably not all of them you know? are loyal Trump followers, but even just like twenty percent of that. That's still. That's still. That's yeah. That's bad, bro. Of seven twenty percent of seventy five million, bro. That's almost fifteen million. Like that's what we're, that's, that's what a, we're dealing with. Fifteen million people can start a fucking civil war. It's a sizable chunk of America. You know what I mean? Well, load up them guns. Y'all better buy them now. But man, we for real, stay we, we dangerous. We here in liberal ass California, bro. But we got a lot to look forward to in twenty twenty one. But you know, since we ain't get it, we ain't get a chance to show y'all the last episode. You know, let's run down a little reflection of what happened in twenty twenty. Reflection. Reflection. Alright. Alright, we got a timeline laid out for you guys, aka like a list of people who died in twenty twenty. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just kidding. This is Dang. motherfucking chuckles. What the fuck? Dude, fuck you. It was a chuckle. Motherfucker. I was just playing, man. Nah, bro. You play too much. All right. Nah, I'm playing I know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. You play too much. Nah, but, uh, going into 2020, though, did you feel that it was going to be a good year or a bad year? How, what, were you, what were your expectations like a year ago? Let's see. Let's ask the guest real quick. <laughs> um Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? No, nah, I don't. Uh, I don't ever think of certain things because everything's always like, always unexpected. Everything always happens out of nowhere. Um, but I think maybe just. Uh, I mean, if you really take away COVID, it really wasn't even that uh, crazy. Yeah. With different things, but it just depends where you are in the world. Like you know, there's different other parts Thanks. of the world that are going through some crazy. Like 2018 was probably their worst year for their like place. You know what I mean? 2020 wasn't that bad for the world. Just bad for America, but what years aren't bad nah, for us? Bro, this is bad for the world. Was bro. it COVID? Yeah, but dude, <laughs> bro, nah. Pandemic. There's but there's other places that literally are free and like actually things are going better. We're probably the only what country. You, what? Not right now. Yeah, yeah they, Australia has like twenty cases or some shit like that of COVID. They pretty completely bro, got rid of that shit. There's other places know, that, man. bro. No, there's the countries that my family stays at and shit. And shit's just well, bad dude. That's right kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like a well, it's like a um, big population, but depending how people live, you know what I mean. I feel. Are you talking about with Australia? Yeah, like it's different. They, they're they're following know, different guidelines. Because I know in India, this shit is fucked. Like yeah, and you have and you have a bad. high population there, don't yeah. you? I mean, yeah, but still, it's just COVID is COVID, bro. Like now, if you want to get into the conspiracy aspect of it, uh, we could, yeah, which I don't we, which we won't. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different topic, but that shit's fake. But anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Do we do we, do we think that do we expect twenty twenty like to be like this? I mean, well, on the the last unreleased episode, like I said, I'm I'm not really like a big you know New Year's resolution type of dude. Like I don't really think about it that much to be honest. But so I mean, like end of twenty nineteen going into twenty twenty, like I just thought everything was going to be normal. <laughs> like I don't think anybody would have foreseen a global fucking pandemic 
at all, man. That's the last thing you would expect. But, I mean, at the same time, I think on a personal scale, I mean, I think I've, I grew a lot this year, partly due to the pandemic, because, like, it helps, it helped me, like, kind of, you know, settle down and, you know, ground myself and really figure out and learn what's, what is important in my life and what isn't, and, I don't know, just kind of becoming an adult, man. Yeah. Now, I remember uh, one of the things we had brought up was, uh, <clears throat> what, what was your biggest takeaway with this whole pandemic, you know what I mean? And I know one thing we talked about was like family. You yeah. know what I mean? Just just that whole aspect and you know what I mean, knowing who like you know what I mean, knowing your loved ones, who you close with, like people that's important in your life. Like stuff like that, you know what I mean? It's, so, it's the only thing that really, really matters is family to me. Yeah, man. Family, personal growth, stuff like, like something stuff that a lot of people uh, you know what I mean, experience. One thing that I seen, uh I actually just remembered uh, one of the homies, shout out to Steven, he had posted something like right around the time like when um, the pandemic first started. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a lot of, um, maybe like a month or two in. And he was just like, yeah, a lot of people talking about you need to come out of this pandemic with something. You need to, you know what I mean? Have a business idea, do this. And he, uh, the post pretty much, he was just like, man, you don't need to have none of that. Just sit there, take time to reflect on yourself. And if you come out of this just a better you, like that's all that matters. Yeah. And did we ever think about how like privileged of a thing that is to say? You should come out of this pandemic uh, with a business or da 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 da. Oh yeah, like yeah, bro, yeah. you know how many people are fucking struggling? Like how people don't have the, on their table yeah, they don't right have the tools Facts. for that, bro. Like get the fuck out of here. With come that. out as a better person, spiritually, mentally. It's like if you do like good that. for you, man. But like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't expect that on everybody. <laughs> yeah, businesses are closing down. You want me to open one up? <laughs> <laughs> right, nah, man. But like going off of that, man. Like, what about you? What was like one of uh, you know? I mean, your biggest takeaway from twenty twenty? Um. I think isolation, learning to be uh, by yourself. People always say, I need to be around somebody. I need somebody for this. I need somebody for that. I think it was a good time to learn how to be by yourself, learn how to manage things for yourself, learning how to get it by yourself. For a lot of people, they could do it, but yep. a lot of people are always surrounded with other people and they feel the need that, that they need them to, in order to do something. But for me personally, it was just um, isolation, learning how to keep myself occupied. I think the first three months of the pandemic were the hardest because it was like, yo, we really can't even go outside. Yeah, I'm literally yeah, like yeah, stuck was, in my yeah. room. It's like at that point, I realized how annoying Netflix can be it did get annoying or like other shit. But how funny as it seems, it was like, damn, I wasn't even thinking about making music at that time because of how hard life was. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. later on, it just seems like now I could be by myself, read a book, write some music. Learn to use the time that I have. So when things go back to not even normal, I don't think they After ever a while, man, I didn't even think of it as isolation. That just has like a negative. T- oh, yeah. I, I call it solitude. Yeah. The solitude is like you're comfortable in isolation. Hibernation. Yeah. It's like you're comfortable with yourself. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like Disconnect it, to reconnect. As corny as it sounds, like I learned to love myself more this year. Facts. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah. Bro, the amount of face masks I did during this <laughs> quarantine was amazing, bro. Getting better skin, learning what I like to do. Like, fuck learning what other people like. I learned what the fuck makes me happy. What foods? Let's try different foods. Let's uh, let's try different things. Like, you know, reorganizing my room as little as it sounds, but just clearing plant, the clutter. Clearing the clutter mm-hmm. and actually just writing down my day-to-day things to do just made my life easier. Yeah. For myself. Damn, okay. Hey, that, hey that, there's truth in that, man. It's definitely truth in writing stuff down. You know what I mean? When, when people, like we were talking mm-hmm. about, like those speaking. Write speaking. shit down and watch shit get real. Yep. Yeah. Check it off the list. Mm-hmm. Speaking shit into existence, it's like a, there's all there's a bunch of different parts that go into play for that to happen. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, that's definitely dope, bro. That's definitely dope. Well, I mean, shit, man. I remember last time you was here, you know what I mean? You had a project on the way. Uh, you know, what do people got? 
got to look forward to for you in 2021? I'm retiring. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm putting the mic down. I'm over. Nah, um, I mean, just the, the main goal, 30 to 40 song singles this year. Get some music videos out, cover arts. I think merchandise by the end of this year. I definitely, by the end of this year, a lot of more a lot more people are going to know who Brother Wilson is, Kundalini is. Um, but just uh, just collaborating more different producers, different artists, doing features, getting features, basically just pushing out more content, basically just doing better than what I was doing before on um on a professional level. Um for this year is just a grind no stop. I don't believe in that New Year's New Year new me type bullshit. But on the gas you know, it started started when I put out uh patience and it just hasn't stopped. So going into this new year was no different for me. Twenty twenty never ended for me. You know, so fuck going by the years. I'm just gonna keep pushing it out Hell like yeah. I just started. Fuck yeah. You but go by the day. You get better every day. Yeah, you get better yeah. by the hour, by the minute, by the second, by the millisecond. That's whatever you do. Every day, every day, day, man. That's what makes you better. Yeah. Being able to take those steps. Well, I said by the milli, milli. Yeah, I broke that shit down. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so That's man. my motherfucking Abstract, man. man. <laughs> but nah, man. Hell yeah, bro. Like, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great 2021. <laughs> Just want to let y'all know, be on the lookout. Yeah, I was going to say, especially special. for the Two Coin Podcast. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, facts, what man, you got going facts. on, uh, Ronald? Oh, just, man, we're going to get into that, you know what I mean, like a week or two. I'm <laughs> that. But just, you know, just be on the lookout. We got something planned. It's going to, we got some good things coming for this, but uh, yeah, man. <laughs> just giggling Shut at me down. Like, <laughs> nah, I, I, I was thinking about it, but I'm like, you know what? Nah, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I got to wait it out. Yeah. Wait it out. You know like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Man. Well, yeah, bro. Mark, as always, Brody, appreciate Brother you coming Wilson. on. <laughs> I, I, I would give you a handshake, but you're too far away. <laughs> it's okay. Don't ever say my government, bro. Hey, on man. the pod. He's <laughs> <laughs> on the pod. Nah, man. Kundalini. Hey, but nah, real quick, though. Uh, so, this is the first time I'm hearing it, though. Uh, but you guys are putting the podcast on YouTube? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, had a, we've had a couple episodes on the tube. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Your last episode was on the tube. <laughs> I just watched them all through uh, the link. Did that take me to YouTube? <laughs> the YouTube link. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> all right. Take us home, Ronnie. Take us home. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's I, I got you. I got you guys. <laughs> Anyways, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Brother Wilson, for coming in. Thanks for having me. But uh, as always, it's your boy, Ronnie. And I'm Wally, the other side of the coin, and we are signing out. Yay!